Howdy, Yokes. Before we get started with this episode of Bacon and Eggs, I want to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs and all of our episodes are brought to you by our lovely patrons over at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. Patreon is a voluntary subscription service. It's the best way to give back to the creators you love. It's like OnlyFans, only it's not OnlyFans. But it's the same concept, but there are no pictures of my feet. Does that make sense? I think it does. Go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. It's like that, only you get more jokes. Okay, so think what's something that brings you pleasure and joy, but jokes. You know what I mean? Anyway, on with the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for donating. Let's go ahead and get started. Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Garland. And I'll be there chill. And today we're stealing some art. Or remember, it's double crossing. So get thrown in jail. And break right out. Because today we're bringing you... Red Notice. Ethan Red Notice, directed by Ross and Marshall Thurber, which is a name I've never heard, uh, came out 11 days ago on November 5th, 2021. The $200 million budget for a Netflix movie straight to streaming. There is no box office. The Rotten Tomato score has fluctuated a little bit, but what I'm looking at right now is about a 42% critic and as high as like a 95% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 37 on Metacritic. I will update those Rotten Tomatoes scores. Um, Currently, the website is down, so I don't know a positive Broken. or negative review either. Uh, do you want to do some listener reviews? Ross and Marshall Thurber is a writer and director best known for his work on the 2004 hit comedy Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story. That movie is a banger. You could not have paid me. To make that connection, Vince Vaughn wasn't in this movie, nor was Justin Law. Or Ben Stiller. Or, or well, well, okay, listen, listen. That's okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Ben Stiller was in this movie. Let me tell you. I mean, that- Ben Ben Stiller, like, he's in every movie, right? Like he's, you know, he's there. I gotta listen to a review here from Liam 2.0. 25 out of a hundred. Was it funny? No. Was it a confusing attempted mash of genres? Eh, the key word is attempted. I don't have any special words to describe how bad the movie was. You're not gonna believe this. That's our only written review on discord that's true i do believe that nobody saw this movie i'd never heard of it until yesterday i'm still not entirely sure why we reviewed it but it is netflix's number one biggest release ever well i got something else to tell you about ross and michael thurber mm-hmm. marshall ross and marshall thurber you know what else he directed and wrote what we're the millers oh that's such a good movie that's like look okay so this man is has directed two absolute bangers of films nine years apart from each other and then he then he directed skyscraper the dwayne the rock johnson film and directed red notice the dwayne the rock johnson film i just want to get right into my score okay get right into your score tyler what is your score tell the people what they what tell the people you want them to know this is an 18 out of 100 boy howdy I was going to say 15. It is. But this is a, okay, so this is interesting, right? Let's, let me talk about this movie for a second. Is it a good heist movie? No. No. Is it a good spy movie? No. Is it a good action movie? No. Is it a good James Bond knockoff? No. Is it a good Indiana Jones knockoff? No. Is it a good movie in, hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. Is it a good movie in literally any way? No, but I loved it. I dislike Deadpool more now because of this. And I think this is the linchpin. I think this is when people stop giving The Rock credit. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all ages, if you've been listening for the past couple weeks on Bacon and Eggs, approximately 21 of God's days ago, Tyler learned the phrase linchpin and has been saying it nonstop since then. I don't think I've said that since then. You you definitely have. Really? You said it on last week's episode and in the Project for Awesome recording we did. No way. Way. Because even just now, as I said it, I was like, I'm not sure I'm using this right. I've never said this. I'm not 100% sure you are either, but... I think this is the catalyst for the downfall of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Interesting. And I think Ryan Reynolds leaves the zeitgeist soon. I don't think he's going to do anything terrible. That's not happening. No, I think he will. Because listen, TikTok has ruined so many things. And and being attracted to Ryan Reynolds, I thought Ryan Reynolds was like, like straight men being attracted to Ryan Reynolds is hot right now. That's a big thing. Yeah. In high school, my girlfriend got me the proposal on DVD for my birthday because we shared an adoration for Ryan Reynolds. 
Well, I mean, okay, listen, you've been too into the movie The Proposal for as, about as long as The Proposal's been out. I think what happened was The Proposal came out. That's a, that's a 41 out of 100 that you have overhyped to the death. A lot of people love The Proposal. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that a lot of people love the proposal. I don't love the proposal even. I don't even like. I would try not to watch it, but yeah, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna give you something about Ryan Reynolds. Most Ryan Reynolds movies are a sub fifty. That's probably true. This is I bad. look. I this like movie, it. Did one thing. I don't know if I'd even say well, but it did one thing consistently, which was blistering fast pace. Yeah, so much happens. So much happens. It is like look, reading a Dan Brown novel, watching this I, movie, but nobody is smart or interesting. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's not as good as the Da Vinci Code or Angels and Demons, either the book or the movie. Correct. But Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor's not in this. Tom Hanks is not in this. Stellan Skarsgård, not in this. Alfred Molina, not in this. Uh... Uh, uh, Paul Bettany, not in this. This movie relies a lot on me thinking Gal Gadot's interesting to listen to, um, which she isn't. I'll say, I mean, listen, I like it when Gal Gadot's on screen. I like it when Gal Gadot's on screen more than I like it when Angelina Jolie is on screen. I would have preferred Angelina Jolie, or, I, I would preferred Thena in Eternals to be played by Gal Gadot. Um, however, um, there's almost nothing to recommend this movie. I, but I like, I like the Ryan Reynolds character. You like that guy? I like that guy. I like him a hell of a lot more than I like uh, uh, Owen Grady from Jurassic po or Jurassic World. I like him a hell of a lot more than I like the 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 post Guardians of the Galaxy one Chris Pratt character. I don't know if I do. I was very annoyed by him. I th I think he's funny constantly. I thought he's funny in this. I thought he's funny in Free Guy. I thought he's funny in everything he's been sin in since Deadpool. But before I, Deadpool, I didn't not before Deadpool. You weren't like a Van Wilder guy. No, but it's a different character now. Oh yeah. Now he was get... Van Wilder and then he was Deadpool and he's been Deadpool ever since Deadpool came out. This guy was not Van Wilder. No, he, and I uh, prefer the brand. I like Van Wilder, but I prefer the brand of humor that they, they, they give him now. Yeah, obviously, they, they cannot keep doing the Van Wilder. I'm I'm very scared to revisit Van Wilder. If I'm being oh, I'm sure honest it's horrible. I'm I'm sure it's horrible in more than just like this is a bad movie. Like I'm sure it's extremely offensive. Uh, so I just don't want to know. I'll just keep that as a happy memory. Um, I think one of my biggest issues, like with the movie, is that they made it. I did not like it at all. Um, which I was surprised. A lot of people on our our Facebook group were in like the 80s and 90s on this one which I no like, i can see it no i can't because a lot of people said things like oh this is better than any of the fast and furious movies no it's not no, it's just not no it's not it's just not fast and furious movies are great they're they're like all the ones that i've seen which i think are the first six maybe seven are great i mean this is this tried to be everything it didn't try to be something that it's not it tried to be everything and is nothing yeah it's not good it's not a good movie in any way. What do you think the play is here? Why get these actors together to make this movie? Other than like, we want to make a seven bucks movie and an aviation gin movie. Like the whole time I was watching it, I was like, there's got to be a reason. Maybe Ryan Reynolds is trying to. I have no idea. Hit some like trifecta where he does like five major blockbusters in one year and, and nobody's done that before. Like he's going for Josh Brolin's record. I don't know what it is. I don't have a clue. So like Ryan Reynolds and Dwayne The Rock Johnson were both in like pretty big budget campy action movies earlier this year. Campy action comedies. Dwayne Rock Johnson was in, in, in Jungle Cruise and Ryan Reynolds was in Free Guy. And both of those were much better than this. I don't know what the play was here. I truly do not. What do you think? The first 20 minutes I was enthralled. Okay. And then it just got so convoluted. I was not for a moment enthralled in this. In fact, the opening credits where like it was a voiceover from somebody who's not even in the movie. I was like, I don't like this. This is bad. Where they were like explaining oh, Cleopatra's that. eggs. That's not a real thing. Thing. Is it like Cleopatra, like Cleopatra's eggs? That's not like I don't real... have a clue. I didn't do any research. <laughs> Why'd you make me watch this? Because I honestly saw so I like I had heard about you it. You pulled this out of nowhere. I did not pull it out of nowhere. It's Netflix's biggest release ever. It's not out of nowhere. We've done smaller Netflix movies before. And they're always your idea. So you're the one that watches Netflix. I'm trying to trying to invest in something. I do not watch industry. Netflix. Yes, you do. You don't you don't watch Disney Plus. No, I don't watch TV. Well, I'm trying to, to meet you in the middle with movies like this. Anyway, I also just know what else to do. in the middle. Middle of what? <laughs> this, this is, is all you. So anyway, I heard about this movie. I'd seen like a gazillion ads for it because I'm on Ryan Reynolds TikTok and The Rock TikTok and Gal Gadot TikTok. So like I like this was I've seen more ads for this than I have Spider-Man No Way Home. Truthfully. I had never heard of this. Until yesterday. I I mean, it's been within the past week that I'd heard of it because I remember seeing the first ad and being like, oh, my God, 
those are some huge names. I bet that's coming out next year. It looks great. When you said and we could cover like, Red Notice. I thought it was a typo and that you were going to be like, oh, I meant Red Sparrow with uh, Jennifer Lawrence or Red Dawn with Christian Bale. That's Rescue Dawn. Yeah, I was t- I was trying to get there. I really was. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it was. <laughs> What's Red Dawn? That's a thing, though, right? Red that's Dawn like a, is the like, yeah, it's like Kung Fu movie. Is it? Yeah, but the kids that fight the Russians or whatever. It's not there's a Kung two. Fu movie. There's two of them. There's a 1984. Yeah, it's about, it's about a, high school kids that fight the Russians. Swayze was in it. May he rest in peace. We could have covered Dirty Dancing. That's better than this. And that movie sucks. I love Dirty Dancing. I don't want to talk about Dirty Dancing with you because you're going to be mean. Because it's not a very good movie. Like, according to who? Me. I don't like it. But it's so good. I thought it was fine. It's better than this. This movie sucks. I didn't dislike this movie, though. Like, I didn't. I sat through it in one go. I didn't move. I wasn't bored. I watched the whole thing. I mean, I looked at my phone and played Art of War the whole time, but uh, yeah, it you was playing fine. Art of War? Is that the game I told you about? Yeah. So good. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like one of those Clash of Boom games, and I was like, oh man, I don't want to play a Clash of Boom game. And it's just not. It's just fight. You just fight. They just do it. They just do the thing. Yeah. And you can unlock like ghost wizards to, to help you in battle. Yeah. And I'm like, cool. Cool. Act. It just uh, scratches the brain itch. I don't know. It was fine. I watched the whole movie. I didn't. I didn't move. I ate some Chick Fil A. I played Art of War, and uh, I watched Red Notice. Um, I'll be uh, Tyler. I'm gonna be a hundred percent honest with you, man. I don't know what the fuck we're gonna talk about for another hour and a half. Well, so I've been working on redoing this room that I'm sitting in. I don't know if you can tell. Okay. I, there's the mountain of clothes on. Yeah. Be proud of me. Um, hold this... hold on, man. We're only 17 minutes into this episode, though. We can't get to room renovations yet. Yes, we like... can. Because I want to talk to you about this. So you see that? You know what this is? Uh, Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams Holiday White Ale. The the beer doesn't matter. What matters is on the Samuel Adams Reunion IPA, which was bottled in the same factory. You see that? Yeah. That is not a twist top. I okay. am so fed up with one, not a twist top. What a stupid. It's 2021. Your beer doesn't have to be hard for me to get it open. Okay. Like the technology is there. Two, who's the guy at the tools factory that makes the decision to put a bottle opener into like he's sitting there holding a screwdriver and he's like hey guys you know what would be just the funniest novelty ever if instead of a screwdriver on the end of this we put a bottle opener on the end of this isn't that great what do you think wait is this a good or bad thing where's the screwdriver supposed to be on the end of what what where's the screwdriver what are you talking about no they take like a screwdriver handle and imagine this is a screwdriver okay that's a paintbrush. <laughs> Just imagine it's what li- listeners. What he's holding is a paintbrush. <laughs> Just imagine. It's I almost tried to combine ladies and gentlemen and listeners into one phrase. I about said listeners. Listeners. Listener. Listen up so, here, so this part's still screwdriver, but then instead of paintbrush tip, it's bottle opener. So like and a bottle like, opener. Just like that. Yes, but it's a screwdriver handle. I've never seen a bottle opener thing. with a screwdriver handle. I have never in my life seen a bottle opener with a screwdriver handle. If you saw that, would you be like, wow, what a hilarious novelty? I bet you could bring that to the job site and drink some brewskis on lunch. I mean, no. But because like, that's, that's the stupidest they, thing ever. But have that's what they used the, to do. That's what they used to do. Tyler. Have you ever been to the tool store and you're looking at toolboxes because you're like, you know what? I've really been doing a lot of homework, uh, like work on no. my home. Maybe it's time to pick up a toolbox. I'm 28. I live in an apartment. The side of the toolbox. What's on there? Bottle opener. So you can crack cold one with the boys while you're at the job yeah. site. Finishing asphalt. Okay. See, but this is the thing. This is the thing, right? Because because if you don't have bottle openers absolutely everywhere, you have to carry around this thing. You, you got to attach it to something to carry around with you. Otherwise, you don't have it. The, the goal is to have bottle opener in every room. This uh, fits in your wallet right here. And it's very What sharp. you've shown me is a credit card size bottle opener. Yes. Tyler, you've been my best friend since the day we met in sixth grade. Uh-huh. If you ever pull that out in front of me to open a beer, I will hit you so hard. The ends of your glasses will touch the back of your skull there's no from the cool, inside there's no cool bottle openers i've actually decided it that's but, the like, least cool bottle opener there's ever been couldn't agree more it even says over under on it which is a uh a oh brand. i know i have a uh i have a money clip from them somewhere yeah i have a money clip from them somewhere as well and it came with this uh i ordered it when i was like a sophomore in college and yep. i don't know where the money clip is but i still have this but uh to a listener that doesn't know over under was a very clever name when i was really into guns now i don't like guns at all and now it's a really stupid name yeah but if there's any kind of gun i would want it would be an over under shotgun yeah i mean sure yeah because then you can go skeet shooting yeah that's the only gun related activity i'm in any way interested in yes but anyway so i found this in my uh bedroom drawer because i can't so throw it away i needed it we got beers right here get a adult bottle opener you have so many bottle openers in that home you know so i know funny? you do 
I went downstairs or to my bedroom to find this, and I'm going to show you. Look at the green wall. How freaking pretty is that? I do love the green wall. Caitlin's going to be very jealous when she sees that. Uh, oh, man. I hope she doesn't come in here. Look at this. There's a mess in here. Uh, if you look on my mini fridge right there, if we uh, right there, there's a okay. Washington Redskins bottle opener. Okay. I left the room to go find one when there's one on the fridge. That is a you problem, man. The, the On the fridge, on the mini fridge is where the bottle opener belongs because the only thing you should ever put in the mini fridge is beer. You know what's funny? There's not even beer in there right now. There's a couple of Mountain What's in Dews. there? A couple Mountain Dews, baby. A couple Mountain Dews, baby. Look, I mean, it's 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 beer and then dew. <laughs> Halo, and then it should just be empty. Halo Infinite came out this week, the online multiplayer. Let me tell you something right now. I'm not even going to attempt to turn my Xbox on. That sounds like it definitely doesn't work. Uh, no, if there was anything I was going to buy that just came out, it's Forza Horizon 5 and yeah, not any but- Halo game. Halo Infinite came out, which means you can drink dew without guilt. Man, the voodoo disappeared. Is it gone? It's gone. Well, good, because it was gross. No, it was delicious. But I, I did. I, I got the new Mountain Dew thrashed apple. Is it good? It's kind of good. It's apple flavored. Uh, I have. But like subtly apple flavored. Resigned nice... myself. I'm glad. Subtly apple? What kind of apple? Green apple? Fuji? Green apple. Nothing's ever been Fuji apple flavored. I would When I said those words, I would have thought Fuji was a green apple. But now upon. Fuji is the like. Fuji is the like light red apple you know something like apple juice is like fuji apple flavored no apple juice is like red delicious flavored well yeah but i mean it's not green apple flavored that was not what i said i said nothing is fuji apple flavored especially not mountain dew (laughs) mountain dew doesn't know what a fuji apple is (laughs) i bet they do we make fuji apples here in virginia that's where we make moonshine I don't think that's where they make Mountain Dew. No, I know. Where do they make the Dew? Probably like Colorado or something. Voodoo. I mean, probably all over the place. It's soda. This was made in Purchase, New York. That doesn't surprise me, honestly. Bottling factory. We have two of those here. Yeah. Neither of them are for the soda that's from here. Nope, because the soda's (laughs) not even from here. It doesn't claim to be from here, but it is. Let's be real. Good old Dr. Pepper. And then they were like, oh, yeah, Waco, Texas, man. We love Baylor. Shut up, Dr. Pepper. You very delicious, Bev. Well, I do believe that the, the the issue was that Dr. Pepper, when he came to here to work for Eli Lilly, like sold Dr. Pepper. So? It, look, it had already been invented and Ten, sold. two, and four. What? Ten, two, and four. That's when you drink Dr. Pepper. Huh? Hey, you, what, how do you not know this? I no, I don't know. Have any idea what you're talking about? You don't, Okay, so the numbers on the on the sign downtown are 10, two, and four, because that's when you drink Dr. Pepper. Huh. And it's in that Tim McGraw song. Basically, what you do is you'd like warm it up or you do peanuts in it or something like they did the like remedies. Which Tim McGraw song? The one that's like, and they're putting pop in my country. Oh, I've tried my best not to listen to that song. Why is that? Because it's stupid. I just moving forward. Nothing's worse than pop country. Nothing. Nothing is worse than pop country except complaining about pop country. So you're the worst. No, because you're complaining about pop country. That song is pop country. No, it's not. It's Tim McGraw. It was pre pre Taylor Swift collab. Tim McGraw. When you think Tim McGraw moving forward, think of me. I just hope that that Taylor Swift, Taylor's version from the vault includes Tim McGraw featuring Tim McGraw. And Tim McGraw is just like, when you think about me, I hope you think about me. <laughs> it's called Faith. Get that? See, see what I did there? See what his I did wife, there? Because my last name, name is Faith. Because <laughs> I've been married to the same woman for a long time. Something that this person that I'm singing with has never understood. <laughs> I don't think she should have married Jake. That's for dang sure. No, I definitely don't think she should have married Jake. And also, um, Jake Gyllenhaal is now dating. A, he's like 39. and He's dating a woman that is like a year older than Taylor Swift was when they broke up. Hey, you know, once you're 21 or something or 18, nope, 18 seems I would, young. Yeah. Shut your mouth, Tyler. 18 seems a little young. I'm married. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He's 39. Well, and she's 22. And that feels weird to me. I have a daughter. Would I let a 39-year-old date my daughter? Right no. now? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm very excited about my daughter if right now. If you are now. lucky enough uh, to to still be around when your daughter is dating a 39-year-old age, I will I will be very happy for you. How old's Taylor? Um, She's older than us, right? 33. She was born in 1989. That adds up. So I know that because of the album. Anyway, I got my vinyl of Red Taylor's version today. She didn't do a cassette. Which made me sad. She will. I know. The release for this one has been very weird. Well, I would like the cassette when it comes out. I don't know that she did Fearless cassettes, though, actually. I know you and I both have Evermore. Yes. No, we both have Folklore. Folklore. Yeah. Yes. You got me a Folklore cassette for my birthday. That was very kind of you. You're welcome. Mary Clay Watt is coming to my house this weekend, and I've been renovating my house. Uh, Pause. Time out. Are we going to talk any more about Red Notice? Here's my thing, dear listener. You want a binary score? We haven't talked binary in a long time. This is a true zero. zero. Don't watch this movie. Like, if you're like, uh, but I watch everything Ryan Reynolds is in. 
Not this. I mean, you can. Again, I watched it for two hours and I didn't complain once. This is one of those things where like, it is not, um, it is not offensive in any way, right? At least I don't think it is. There's nothing that, that, that when you turn this movie on, you're not gonna watch any particular scene and be like, wow, that was real shoddy filmmaking, right? Like it's, it's not good enough to be bad. Here's what I would say. Here's my thing. If you watch this movie and you're like, wow, I really liked that. I wish there was another movie just like it. You should watch Mr. Right starring Sam Rockwell and Anna Kendrick. No, that wouldn't be it. Yep. That would be it. I don't think so. I've seen it. Have you seen it? Uh, I believe so. It's Anna Kendrick. Yeah, and Sam Rockwell plays an assassin. Yeah, but like, I don't know. You can watch like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No, that's way better than this. Mr. Right sucks. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were saying? trying to say there's a, there's a better movie than this. No, I, I was think like, that's I the think... movie where Anna Kendrick holds a gun wearing cat ears. Yes. Because that was the Netflix picture for a long time. Yeah. Um, you can watch that if you want to watch something that leans a little bit more into the like detective thing, but you've already seen Ocean's Eleven, which I guess is a heist movie, and National Treasure, which I guess is like a heist detective movie. You could watch The Da Vinci Code, which I feel like most of our listeners have seen National Treasure and not The Da Vinci Code. I think that's a fair guess. We should have covered The Da Vinci Code this week. Oh, I just read it. I just finished it. I know. It. Maybe we'll do it next week. We're not doing it next week. Maybe we'll do it the week after that. Next week, we're doing a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. We'll tell you about that on next week. You don't want to watch it. You want to change your mind. No, I don't want to change my mind, but I, I want people to be to, to build some hype. To build, oh, you got to listen to the end of the episode for me to tell you the name of the movie for you next You got to join the Facebook group. Or I'll tell you this week because it's not obscure, but it's old. And there's a strong chance you haven't seen it. Um, hold on. So here's the thing. Um, give me, give me one second here. Let me talk to the old Google machine. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. Let me, uh, let me get something, some cooked up here. I'm getting, I got an idea going here. Maybe, maybe if the Google machine is going to work, maybe come on internet. Nope. Never mind. I thought uh, Rod Spados was going to work for a second, but it appears it's not. Although I did learn that King Richard got a 92% critic rating. Is that a show or a movie? It's a movie. Who is in it? Will Smith. Playing, King Richard uh, is not the one I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of The Great. I don't know what The Great is. It's about... King Richard is the movie about Serena and Venus Williams' dad. Gotcha. And it looks that's, really good. That's who we should highlight in that story, in that narrative. Without knowing the whole story, highlighting the man in their life feels wrong. Well, I mean, I believe it's about them when they were like kids. Right. But it's his Oscar role. Yeah. Well, they're not done doing stuff yet. You can't make a movie about Serena Williams right now. She's still doing Serena Williams she's stuff. she's still doing Serena Williams? I think you yeah. can. No, nah, because she could still win like... Like eight more titles. That's true. <laughs> it's weird. I feel like they'll make a movie about Serena Williams that portrays her life. I don't feel like they'll make a movie about Tom Brady. I think they'll make documentaries, but they won't make a movie. That's probably true. Or like that Peyton doesn't Manning. sound like a particularly interesting movie, though. Tom Brady's a more interesting story than a lot of people. Not really. You don't think so? Like, no, not goes, really. Goes to Michigan, goes late in the draft, and then becomes the greatest athlete of all time. Yeah, but like what what adversity has he overcome in the last 20 years? None. None. He just won a bunch. Like that gets really boring really fast. I'd say Serena Williams, that's a fascinating person. Yeah. Tom Brady's just kind of like a white dude. That's true. Like he's he is majority good at football because he just does his thing, works hard, trains hard. Eats weird uh, and keeps his mouth shut. Yeah. Doesn't get hit ever. That doesn't like he's great. He's a great football player. It doesn't really make for an interesting movie. No, that's fair. He didn't have a flu game. Who had a flu game? Jordan. Oh, well, that's because Tom Brady doesn't get sick. Right. right. It, it, Tyler, I'm not dissing Tom Brady here. I'm saying that like nothing hey, hold about on, real his. Quick. You know who dissed Tom Brady this weekend? I have no idea. Taylor Heineke and the boys. Oh. The Washington football team upset over the Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Washington football team to the house going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The uh, the pack shut out the Seahawks this weekend. Shut out. It's good for them. I was very proud of that. How's that Aaron Rodgers fella treating you? Um, I think he's back. I don't know. I didn't watch a minute of it. Have you watched any football this year? Um, a little bit. I haven't watched the Packers at all. Do they play in this market? I guess they probably play the four or five game usually, right? <laughs> Yeah. Um, where was I this weekend? I don't remember. No, I was home. I was watching the race. That's what I was doing. Next week on Bacon and Eggs, A Rainy Day in New York. This 2019 film stars Timothy Chalamet and Elle Fanning okay. as okay. a young okay. couple. Okay. Shut up about Chalamet. <laughs> Shut up about Chalamet. Shut up about the sun. Okay. Rod Tomatoes critic score for Red Notice is a 35%. That's generous. Rotten Tomatoes audience score for Red Notice is a 91%. Give me some of those positive reviews because I do not understand. Okay. Positive, positive audience review? Yeah. I'm not, I uh, don't really know how to, um, hmm. It was not to uh, update the website in case you're curious. Yeah. No, it also failed again. 
So good to know. Good to know. Okay, uh, give me one second here. I got an important thing to take care of. Give me two seconds here, audience. I'm sorry to put you through this, but I've got I got I got a couple things going on in the old brainwave right now. Couple a uh, couple of brain stuffs. Couple of brain brain brainisms. Oh, Juan Pablo Russo from Escribiendo. Sorry, my my page uh, stopped. Escribiendo Cine says it largely works because of the charisma of its stars, not because of their acting. Full review in Spanish. Six out of ten, and that's a positive review for this movie. Okay. 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 Uh, so we got a bacon and egg score of 63 for Red Notice. It's not good, man. It's not good. It's not good. Where does that put it? Uh, obviously, at the bottom of this year's list, it would have beat a fair few movies last year. It would have beat The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies, The Santa Claus, Space Jam, A New Legacy, Twilight, New Moon, He's All That, and The Hobbit, The Desolation Oh man, Twilight, New Moon is so much better than this. I don't remember Twilight, New Moon. Twilight New Moon is so much better than this. We should have covered Twilight Eclipse. That's a great movie. Anyway, Bacon and Eggs is a production of the WBNE Podcast Network. <laughs> For this podcast and more like it, go to WBNE.org. Um, speaking of the Hobbit, the Battle of Five Armies, you should go listen to That's What I'm Talking About on WBNE. Uh, shout out to Mary Clay. She's been having a lot of problems with Warner Media lately and some uh, issues with uh, keeping a shirt of hers online. So you can go support her at tpublic.com slash that's what I'm talking about or whatever the link is in her description. I don't have it off the top of my head. Uh, and there's a preview for That's What I'm Talking About here right now. Hello, my name is Mary Clay, and on That's What I'm Talking About, I'm experiencing the world of J.R.R. Tolkien for the first time. I finished reading The Hobbit, so now I'm watching the movies. And sure, they have their ups and downs, but at least the dwarves are nice to look at. And good news, guys, the hot dwarves are here. It's Keely and Feely, and in particular, Keely's the hottest. He would be a Keely's the hottest <laughs> type, you know. Yes, the hot dwarves are here. Have no fear. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. Our graphics are by Vaishan Brandon. Our music is by Andrew Scott Bell. Uh, I've been Ethan Edgehill. I'm on behalf of Tyler Carlin. Until next time, Arrivederci. Tyler, you said you had Mary Clay Watt coming to your house this weekend to stay. Tell me about that. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Noblin, Channel 4 News. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We're not actually leaving. I'm just done talking about this movie. Uh, Mary Clay I have, Watt is- I liter- listeners, I have nothing else to say about it. Don't watch it. Mary Clay Watt is coming to my home, um, which is exciting. I don't know what we're going to do, though. Like, she lives in Richmond, which is like a cool, hip city for like young single people, which she is. And we live in Roanoke, which is none of those things, but is good for like people who are married with children which is what I am. Um, so I don't know. Like, yeah, we could take her to the bars or the clubs, right? Like we could take her to to corned beef. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what we're not doing. Not going to corned beef. I can tell you what Mary Clay Watt doesn't want to do is go to corned beef and company. I tell you what she doesn't want to do is go to our bars because, yeah, we've got good bars, but they're not Richmond good. Tyler, have you ever considered the fact that she just wants to hang out with you? To do what? Just like sit around and play Mario Kart? She doesn't want to do that. She probably does, actually. Are you going to come over and play Mario Kart? I mean, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm not going to just leave you with her the whole week. I want to hang out with her too. Tyler, she just is our friend, man. Like it doesn't have to, it's, it's, this is something, this is something you've always struggled with. It's just like chilling with the boys. I'm a program kind of guy. It's always been about do with you, both mountain and the activity. (laughs) It's never been about mountain do. Oh, it has. It has. Listen, I, I remember you and game fuel. We were all game fuel. It's an addiction. Okay. That's different. But me and the I could still, I'm still, I, I choose every day to quit world of warcraft every single day i, I choose every single day to quit world of warcraft <laughs> and i say i could play wow today and and at, currently unemployed i it's a tough i would have decision. an easier time picking up cigarettes and then quitting them <laughs> here's my thing when we went to the lake when we were kids yeah i wanted to go on the jet ski or go tubing the whole time my lake house didn't have those things my lake house was cold and you could go fishing and you woke up at five to go fishing. So we went to Chris's lake house and it was like, we have a sport boat. You can go tubing. It was like, okay, what are we waiting for? I didn't think real people had jet skis, Ethan. I didn't think like, I thought that was reserved for the hyper rich. Like you had to be musk level rich to have a jet ski. Turns out they're like a couple hundred bucks. They're more than that. No, you could get one on Craigslist for a couple hundred bucks. I would not ride a jet ski. I got a Craigslist for a couple hundred bucks. (laughs) on Smith Mountain Lake. (laughs) That sounds like a surefire way to get killed in a boating accident. You become a statistic that way. Uh, We've crashed jet skis multiple times. I don't know if you recall. I'm aware. And my left thumb still clicks (laughs) to this day.
Uh, so like, yeah, when we went to the lake as kids, I felt like I was constantly being like, Chris, let's go do something. Let's go, you know, let's go to the arcade. Let's, let's, let's come on, let's get up and go. And there was just a lot of downtime and I don't know, man, I could, I couldn't handle the downtime. And now Mary Clay's coming to town and I feel like I've got to show her all Rono has to offer in a 36 hour time frame and like you don't hike right but i like the idea of hiking right but like that your friend coming in from out of town is not the time to discover new hobbies well then she gets to hang out with my kids or play D and she refuses to play D. she wants to see your kids i guarantee it she doesn't want to see your dog because he bit her nice but <laughs> um he's just a little guy he's just a little guy you know he's a little guy my dog I don't have him yet. He's just a little guy, though. Little, little bit. He's 22 days old. Somewhere out there right now is 921 p.m. That motherfucker's snoozing. When do you get him? Uh, Like the the five days before Christmas, like the 19th or 20th. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I can't I can't think about literally anything else. And it's still like five weeks away, which is a long time. It is a long time. I mean, I have a bunch of stuff to do between now and then. So it'll definitely help. I was but. looking at my Facebook memories today, and I learned that last year, by this date, November 16th, I had already decorated for Christmas. Um, can't help but notice I haven't yet this year. I haven't either uh, decorated for Christmas um, because I just had it. So all my Christmas decorations are in my storage unit and uh-huh. I currently owe my storage unit money. Mm-hmm. But like I'm still having issues getting like a debit card. Like I should have a debit card from Wells Fargo two more days. So like all of the money I have is mostly like locked up in my bank account. Mm-hmm. And I haven't been able to do anything with it. So like I can't get into my storage unit right now because I cannot pay the money that I have to pay them. And they won't take cash. I can't get cash out. <laughs> You can't go to like a branch? No, I don't have a debit card. Oh, dang. That's wild. Yeah. You got a checkbook? I can, I can like Venmo myself money and pull it out of my online bank. Nice. For a fee. That's wild. Um. Yeah. So, and it's just like, it's the, I don't need the storage unit for anything else. So it's like the last thing on my list. I keep forgetting about it. And a couple times I've gone over there, like outside business hours, like when they're, the office is closed to mm-hmm. like get the Christmas decorations and my pin, I put my pin in and like, mm. No, sir. And also, I think I lost the key. Well, that's not good. So not only am I going to have to go in there and be, and pay them money, I'm going to have to go in there and, like, pick the lock. You can't just, like, go in there with bolt cutters? I don't own bolt cutters. I do know how to pick locks. Oh, I don't own bolt cutters either. Um, well, I would, I would just call your brother. I would say. And be like, Ben. Can I borrow your bolt cutters? Here's like, the thing. Yeah, if man, you buy absolutely. bolt cutters, here's the thing. If you buy bolt cutters, make sure you get the ones that have a bottle opener on them. Because you never know when you're out there breaking into high security facilities. You want to crack I mean, I'm pretty sure I don't need bolt boys. cutters. I'm pretty sure the lock that I have on my storage unit, I could just go in with a hammer and whack it real good. You ever worried if you're going to do something like that? Like if anybody else is at the storage units that day, then you look like a criminal. When I look like a criminal sitting there picking my own lock open, yes, I very much worry about that. It has been keeping me up for the last week. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to buy bolt cutters just to cut this lock off. Uh, what is it? Just like a master? I'm sure it'll take you like two seconds to pick. It's it. not even a master. It's a chateau. Chateau. That's a that's an amateur's lock. That's what they Hold teach in, in lock picking. Not even 101 because 101 is broad range topic. That's like 201 week one. Oh, no, Kate's got my master lock. I've got a Brinks lock right here. I'm going to see if I can pick it open while we're on the call. He's famous. What? So does this mean I no longer need to... Or no, now I can lock my door if you're coming to watch my dogs? Um... You could just leave the key like you used to. No, because you can just pick the lock. So I don't need to leave the key. Well, I prefer to not have to pick the lock. I don't think I could pick your house lock, honestly. <laughs> Let me tell you, it works a little better than the $5 padlocks you buy at Staples. <laughs> Probably. The $30 locks you buy at, 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 at Home at Depot? At Home Depot for the 30 yeah. I mean, theoretically, it should work six, six times, times as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. I'm rusty. My lock picking skills is rusty. Oh, you're Ethan. Yeah, I am Ethan. Hear yeah. you roar. Hear me roar. Anyway, Mary Clay's coming over. I'm not going to do this right now. I can't concentrate. Uh, Mary Clay's coming over this weekend. I also don't want to break this lock because I'll probably just use it in place of my... Um, place of my my shit lock uh tyler text mary clay back and tell her you're not she's not adding stress to your life she's not adding stress to my life i know but i scared her why just just text just look at the group chat just look at the group chat text her back she didn't take what i was saying the right way i don't know dude i don't have anxiety the way the rest of you do i don't have to say things uh i do man i used to not i used to just like float through life and just like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah my name is tyler carlin i'm cool 
people like me and now i just live in like a constant state of dread and anxiety it's mm. great it's fantastic you should, you should take something for that or i do no just take something better i've tried oh that sucks i know i've, I've run the gamut so so to speak no, I, hate, I hate that for you yeah me too you know it's you called me that... yesterday while i was taking an accidental nap and said some some really sad stuff and i wasn't there for you and i felt terrible about it it's okay. But uh, I was accidentally taking a nap. I don't I don't hate you. I do hate the fact that I took a nap at 6 p.m. Yeah? It did not go well for you yesterday? It did not go well for me when I tried to go to bed. No. I, uh, yeah, I feel that. We, uh um, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna stay up till 2 o'clock reading tonight. You know what I did? Stayed up till 2 o'clock reading. I read, like, four books in, like, two days in the last few days. And then in the last, like, three days, I haven't read, like, a single word. And I don't know how to fix that problem. I went to, like, sit down with my book, and I was like, nope, I don't. I forgot how to read. I do know how to read, dear listener. Uh. Tyler, if if you've done nothing else this year, it is proven that you know how to read. <laughs> you read, what, 80 books? 81, I think. Um, yeah, 81 is more books than most people have read ever. Yeah, uh, which is weird because when I go to my Goodreads and like look at all 81 of them, I'm like, I didn't read any this year. <laughs> there are definitely books that I read in January that I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And there are books that I read in January that I think about all the time. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not stressed. I think I'm just worried that like, like I want to do something. Here's my thing. I want to go to like Twisted Track because I think that's a good brewery. Maybe go to uh, uh, what's the other one we like? Big Lick. Go there. I think that's a good brewery. Maybe get some local food. If we're feeling like splurging, depending upon how those paychecks hit, maybe we go over to Sidecar. Uh, and if we're not feeling like splurging, depending upon how those paychecks hit, go literally anywhere else. I think we'd have to take her to Sidecar. Like, I don't think we could spring that on her. No. Yeah, obviously. Be like, hey, by the way, also, uh, we're taking you to a restaurant. Uh, it's going to be the $80. Average, <laughs> it's going to be at least $80 a person. <laughs> It's the best oh. food in town, and it's by the best far, food in town, service. and you're gonna pay for it. <laughs> yeah, um. it's one of three restaurants with decent service, so we really got something going. We really do, don't we? I didn't listen to what you just said because I just got a message in the Slack about Scratch Biscuit. Scratch Biscuit, you and know? Yes, yeah, Jordan's bringing the office at Scratch Biscuit tomorrow, and I, I don't think I've ever loved her more. Uh, I've made it my personal goal to be friends with Jordan, uh, like, like more so than I already am. Like, like to be able to send memes back and forth to Jordan and like TikToks. Like, I want to see a TikTok and be like oh, that makes me think of Jordan and then send it to her and then her be like, oh my gosh, I totally get why you thought of me when you saw that. And then yeah, I'm pretty sure that would just work. And then, well, hold on. And then she does the same thing back. Yeah, I, I think that would work. You think if I just start sending TikToks to her? Yeah, I think, so what's worked for me? Because I had to, so this this is what we've, we've talked about this several times before. And I'm over the point in my life where I'm mad at you about it. But when you moved out of port, I had to learn how to be friends with people for the first time again. Um, And what I did was just meet people and decide that we're friends. And it has worked 75% of the time. Yeah, some people There's you just end up not being friends with. 5% of people I would say are like, why did you just message me on Facebook? We met at a party. And I was like, cool, sounds good. I'll never talk to you again. That's totally fine. And then another 20%, yeah, just didn't didn't click or whatever. People are busy human beings. You know what I mean? They are. They are. Um, that is that is for darn sure. But yeah, I think your your method goes back to my, my age-old adage of like, love is hard work, right? Like, I firmly believe that to my core. Yeah. And, and, and what that means is that you have to do work. Yeah. You have to decide to love people. Yep. And there are going to be people that you don't, you're going to be people, there are going to be friendships that you're going to lose because you don't have time to give that person the amount of attention that they need from you. And that's totally fine. They're going to hate you for it. I've always felt like there's a, as I, if this ends up sounding depressing, then, then tell me. But I've always felt like there's this weird paradox in regards to what you just said. And like, you can't meet the demand of the need for attention that they have. I always feel like, yeah, that makes sense. But then I feel like internally... I'm not like I feel like the 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 narrative that we are taught is to never demand attention. Like I like to be the center of attention, probably more than most people, but I feel like guilty for liking to be the center of attention. I don't, I don't think what I was talking about was a demand so much as just like you everybody has a different threshold for what they consider, you know, acquaintances, friends, close friends, best friends. I don't in think your I wedding do know party. this. I, I I haven't made a lot of new friends in my life. I don't think I know this. Okay. Well, I guess this is what I've learned then. So teach. Like I so Kate, Kate and I are talking right now about like, you know, uh, uh, numbers and invites for like a wedding. Right. I feel like you and Kate are going to have completely different approaches to that, though, because she has a very large extended family and you do not. Sure. But like I, I do not have a large extended family and I don't really want to like have the world's biggest wedding. Um, So I, ba I was basically just like, you tell me how many people you need and I will take my half of those. Like I can make whatever number work. But, like if we need to do 25 people, I don't really want to do that. It's too small. But I can do I can do any number. Right. Like especially for including plus ones. I, I can do any number between, you know, 
19 and 100 on my side. I think my wedding party, including plus ones, was 25 people. But yeah, that sounds right, about right. Yeah, because it was 16 and then Emily and I, and then a lot of them were dating people on the other side, but not everybody was. Yeah. There'll be a fair few of that, I think. You think? Yeah. So you think Emily's going to get to be in the wedding? Yeah. You don't have to commit to that. Okay. All right. Am I going to be in the wedding? I guess I'm making no. an assumption here. Did you just say no? <laughs> <laughs> Of course you're gonna be at the wedding. Shut up. <laughs> but I want to like ask you proper, you know? It's not prom. I mean, you like yeah. I, if you want to make it special, make it special. I want to make it special, man. I'll get you this once. Hopefully. Yeah, that would be that would be very sad. Yeah. Um, if you and Kate got divorced and then remarried, <laughs> you'd have to like tell everybody like, hey, I know we've kind of brought this up a lot, but that'd be wild. <laughs> I know we've been really annoying for the past two years. <laughs> but we're sure of it now. I know we made y'all pick sides. <laughs> but you don't have to anymore. <laughs> please don't please don't speak that into existence. My God. Not. I will not. Um, There's a puppy coming, and the puppy will solve all these problems. We don't have problems. I mean, we have problems. We don't have, like, I'm worried about the future of our relationship right. problems. I'm not either. Yeah. <coughs> um, we have normal couple problems. Yeah. Different priorities. Things come up. Yeah. We are getting a dog. That is that is definitely going to be a, a new one for sure. Kate's never had a puppy before. Uh, they only poop ever, everywhere. ever had like dogs. They poop everywhere and your landlord will hate it. And you're just going to have to like deal with that. Well, we're going to hopefully train him not to do that. Well, right. But like you, they don't just show up on day one and then you train them before the end of day one. Like it takes time. No, I know. <laughs> I understand that. But I, we're going to like put more effort into it. Yeah, I would take your rugs out uh, for like a oh, day. Oh, no, the one rug needs to go. Yeah. I mean, we've had it for a couple years now. Probably haven't vacuumed it as often as we need to. This is a, this is a fun fact about, about your boy. It was a Target rug, man. Like, it's it's basically disposable. When I worked at Grand Home Furnishings, we had a little Sintas rug that had our, our name imprinted on it. Not like my name, but like it said Grand Home Furnishings on it. It was like a $2,000 product. Uh, I vacuumed that rug like four times a day because I would get so bored. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And it had these little, like, somebody at some point, instead of rolling it up, like, folded it up. So it had these little creases where if you stepped oh, on I it. Oh, I hate that. If you stepped on it, it would have this just slight little satisfying pop. And so oh. I, would, I would walk up and down this rug and just pop my foot against it over and oh my god. What was that? That was Netflix. <laughs> Da-dung! Da-dung! It's right there. Who is your, actually, I know this because we share an account. Who's your Disney Plus avatar? I think it's BB-8. I think you're right. Did you notice? <laughs> Did you know? Have you been on recently? Um, I don't think so. Not since like the last thing came out. Well, Disney Plus Day was three days ago. Um, right, but the last thing we covered. Ah, I didn't watch Disney Plus Day. I know because it was all trailers and stuff and announcements. Uh, so it was also during work hours. Correct. So, uh, Olivia, my daughter, likes to watch Mickey Mouse on her tablet. Yeah, but she can't read and doesn't know how to use the tablet. So she made a new profile on her Disney Plus account. Uh, like in addition to the Olivia one. In addition to the Olivia one. Nice. And it's just like a bunch of letters. And it's it's just adorable. every time I open it, I'm like, oh, I got to delete that. But I'm like, oh, but it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I have not noticed that. No. Um, dang, that is cute. She's such a little stinker. She really is. She got so much hair now. Oh, my gosh. I have to order her hairbands. It's like like not hairbands, like maybe hairbands are the ones that like do what headphones do. I think those that. are headbands. Headbands. But they go all the way around. They're circles. They're not you. Yeah. 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 I'm familiar with the concept. I've used some myself. Since I got long hair. As have I. Since Real like Sergio hair. Ramos type. In late 2000s soccer player. I need, to, I need you to help me out, Ethan. So tomorrow I'm going to a new barber shop to me. New to me okay. barber shop. What barber shop? Corporate image. Oh, like everybody else. I'm not going Except because I me. don't. I'm not going because I don't believe in the Jax way. I'm going because Jax was booked up. Yeah, that's fair. I'm sure that my hairstylist at Jax thinks I'm dead or hate her or something. <laughs> because I dropped off the face of the earth in her perspective. Well, my hairstylist at Jack's moved to South Carolina and got a nursing degree and does that now. And now I follow her on Instagram and she lives like an influencer life and hangs out with influencers. That sounds exhausting. Sounds exhausting. I don't understand it, man. Charles, I would not love to live an influencer life and not do any influencing. Well, she doesn't. She like that's how she is. She is not an influencer, but like she remembers to, up to update her Instagram story every day. That girl is on a boat and wearing a bikini. I don't say this to be like, oh, I'm gawking at, at my hairstylist in a bikini. I'm no, saying just notice. Like, I'm noticing, right. Like You notice trends. Right. The girl is on a boat in a bikini 
six out of seven days a week. I have not worn a bathing suit on a boat since the last holiday. And it was my own boat. Fair. I just feel like I don't understand. I pointed this out to Chris, who's our best friend, who also went to her when she was at Jack's. Uh, and he was like, yeah, lucky her. Awesome life, it sounds like. And look at us, chumps going to jobs. And like, how did he come up with that answer? Because uh, he's a boat guy. He is a boat guy. He'd rather be at the lake. I would rather he's be He's the kind the of guy that would buy a, a, a like a doormat that says, I'd rather be at the lake. Oh, he so would. Maybe I'll get him that for Christmas. I don't think you should do that. You don't think so? No. You think that'd be a um, bad present? No, I think it'd be a perfectly fine present for Chris. I think Sarah would kill you. Why? Just because it's gaudy. It's tacky. It will not go in her home. What are you talking about? Sarah is Sarah. I love you. It's Sarah is gaudy. Sarah it's a different is kind tacky. of tacky. It's it's not it's not Hobby Lobby tacky. It's Cabela's tacky. Oh, no, it's it's Hobby Lobby tacky. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I like boats. Um, I like boats. I just can't imagine. Like, it's one thing to be on a boat every day. It's when they're drinking every day on a boat, like day drinking every day on a boat. Yeah, that sounds exhausting. And everybody is in shape. That means that at some point you are working out and eating healthy hungover. And that sounds hard. Yeah, I I mean, I can't do that. But like Chris Millahan can. He's built like that, right? He's wired like that. Yeah, he totally. He's built different. Yeah. But to me, it's like, yeah, after the day on the boat, the next day is the rest day. Right. Yeah. I need a whole day to recover. I'm hungover. I'm tired. I'm sunburned. (laughs) Yesterday was a great day. Yesterday was a great day, but I don't want to do anything today, let alone go back out in the sun and drink more and drink more. Although I definitely when I was uh, I got pretty drunk at Kate's sister's wedding. Um, Everybody was drunk at Kate's sister's wedding and had a good time. It was rad. Uh, But then the next day I felt like dog poop and there was just a bunch of alcohol laying around like beers and wines and stuff because we were having like an open house party. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to get wine drunk to kill my hangover. So I drank a bunch of wine from like 12 p.m. to 12 or to 8 p.m. And it was rad. Did it work? The next day, day, I thought I was going to die. (laughs) My body was like, man, fucking stop, dude. You used to tour. See, that sounds hard too. I don't think I could I don't think I could play a show. Day day five of the last tour I went on, when I woke up in a Walmart parking lot in Boston, Massachusetts at six o'clock in the morning, after being uh, riding the same hangover for five days, uh-huh. I was like, Man, do I enjoy this? I can't do this anymore. <laughs> When is the Drop the Girl reunion show? Uh, December 6th. December, that's a Monday night, right? It's a Monday night, yeah. Nothing says pop punk like Monday night. Yeah. Stick it to the man. That's what I say. So I'm going to, to Wintergreen with you for three days. And then on that Sunday night, uh, uh, Gordon Phillips Band Downhalls playing their album release show in Richmond. I'm going to go to that. And then I'm going to hang out in Richmond for the day and then play my own show Monday night. Monday and then night. and then I will need a, a seven-day vacation from the five-day vacation I just took. <laughs> I don't, I'll be honest. I know your bosses. I don't think you're going to get that luxury. No, but I'll be fine. Like the, the job I do is not uh, the taxing in the way that my whole jobs used to be. <laughs> I can edit a vlog with a violent hangover. I could not make fucking sales calls with a hangover. You get used to it. It's fine. Or you just, you know, hair of the dog. No, I'm kidding. Do not nope, drink it. You don't work. do that. Do not drink at work. That's bad yeah. advice. Yeah, that is bad advice. Yes. Um, and then I get back from from Wintergreen and, and that stuff. And then like 11 days later, I get to pick up pickles. And then then it's Christmas. And then it's Christmas. And I have a, a an eight and a half week old puppy. And what are you doing for Christmas this year, Ethan? Um, I'm not really sure yet. I can't remember what I think Caitlin either has to work Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. I can't remember one of the other, not both. I think it's Christmas Eve this year. Uh, so, so, so what I do think you after do after that? We're going to go visit her parents as the fiance. What do you do while your fiance is working on Christmas Eve to make her feel special when she comes home from work? I have no idea. It was only recently thrown into my lap that she was going to be on day shift for this. That's good news, though, right? It is good news, yes. It means she'd be working 7 a.m. on Christmas Eve to 7 p.m. on Christmas Eve instead of 7 p.m. on Christmas Eve to 7 a.m. on Christmas Day. That would suck. Yeah, yeah, it would. That's also like the so busiest imagine, day of the year I in imagine, the hospital, right? What? That's also like one of the busiest days I, of the year. Yeah, I do not want to talk about Christmas in a hospital at all no? ever never that is just like that is off the table forever all right um but i imagine that what's gonna happen is she's gonna get off work at 7 15 p.m and i'm gonna go pick her up at the hospital and we're gonna drive four hours to her parents house mm. and you know go to midnight mass like good catholics is she catholic yeah she was is that how y'all ended up together 
Y'all met through no. through uh, through mass. Yeah, that's how we ended up together through you mass. And the and the minister had a great Himalaya one day, and you guys were definitely. Like, I'm in love yep. with you. I am in love with this woman <laughs> that 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 I met at mass. Definitely not at a house party. <laughs> That we threw <laughs> when, while she how was long, sleeping with our roommate. How, how long into knowing Caitlin did you know she was the one? Was it day one? Like, were you no. crushing hard right away? Th- did I know that she was the one? No, not day one. No. When did you know? Was it while that, we still like lived in college? No. Was it within the past year? No. Is it a Ferris wheel? <laughs> it is a Ferris <laughs> wheel. Oh, yeah. I got the tattoos, listeners. It hurt that, a lot. It was a good time. I'm already itching to go back. And I'm just itching. They're very itchy. What would, So if I don't have to get a tattoo, when did you know you were in love with Kate? Like, not just in love, but like you were going to spend the rest of your life with her. Um... Was there a moment? Was that was it Christmas Town? No, no. I I don't really know that there was a moment. Honestly, I know that's like that's kind of not like a great answer. But like we've been together for so long, we were together for so long before I even considered it like a possibility. It was almost like a reflexive thing where like you sat down one day and you're like, I've been with her for a while. You know what? I can't imagine my life with anyone else. Exactly. I yeah, felt that like, way for a long time. Yeah. It it, it it was definitely like I took stock of it one day and I was like, oh, I don't have any plans to break up with this person ever. Till death do we part. Till death do we part. Yeah, because there was at some point like where, where our plans just like kept converging and we just kept making decisions kind of like halfway based around each other that I was just like, oh, neither of us like wants this thing to end. Um, I don't know. There was I spent the first year of a year and some change of our relationship together thinking that like I was not going to get married. Like I just didn't think that was on the table for me. It's just sort of how I thought about love back then. Um, Why wouldn't you be able to? get married because i because I, I had my own demons back then <laughs> i planned i was planning my wedding i was planning my wedding in like seventh grade yeah but i see that was the thing is i i wasn't you right like i didn't think about things the way that you did and my brain was like oh you don't think about things the way that tyler did you're not going to marry somebody you can't be that person for somebody like that's not anything you did that was just like how i thought about it for a long time because you were my sort of like model for what that looks like in a person my age i did get married very happy you did get married and i am now gonna get married look at you you're the man yeah it's gonna be fun you're the you're you're the man you're gonna start excited telling kids to stop playing that pop punk music i'm not the man (laughs) you're the man I am not the man. You are MTV. That's what you are. Welcome okay. welcome to his crib where we pimp your ride. I'm not even the oldest guy in my band. You're not? No. I would have thought you were the oldest by more than a few years. Uh, no, I think Michael's 30 right now. He'll be 31 in March. He's got a baby face. Yeah, he does. You know, I would have thought he was 24. Nope. He is. He, I believe, will be 39, 31 in March, not 39, 31 in March. And I will be nine, 29 in March. God, I can't talk today. Today has been a, a bad brain day. Not in like a, I've been depressed, bad brain day in a like I can't make the brain work today kind of way. I know exactly what that's like. Me and Riley were having the exact same day and we were trying to like talk about something that needed to be done between both of us today. And like, I think Kat just looked at us and she was like, neither of you said anything the other one understood just now (laughs) it was a bad brain day man didn't didn't happen so i was very surprised i could even come on a podcast and make formal sentences Uh, the movie was not very high brain caliber no no it wasn't it asked literally nothing of you (laughs) i i don't i don't think and here's the here's the stupid thing about this fucking movie i don't think it'll be the last time i watch this movie (laughs) it'll come up again and i'll have to watch it'll come up again it'll be like because it's the kind of thing that like i will distance myself enough from this movie that i found pretty inoffensive to like it'll be on tv and i'll be like oh red notice is on it won't be on tv because it's a netflix film oh yeah that's true okay it'll never come up again i'd have to consciously choose no i think you'll be somewhere i think you'll be at someone's house or something or or did caitlin watch it with you no i wouldn't be at all surprised if we visited her parents for thanksgiving and they were like oh have you read you've watched this movie with the rock in it and, and you're going to be like, inoffensive. there's going to be no way to be like, yes, I did. No, you don't want to watch it. It sucks. And they'll be like, please, it's got the rock and Ryan Reynolds. And then they'll watch it and be like, that didn't suck. And you'll be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I did like it more than I thought. That was they right. very frequently will put on a movie that asks as little as possible from you. And then just like, they'll watch 45 minutes of it and go to bed. And Kate and I will sit up and watch the rest of it. Ever, ever anything good? Yeah, occasionally. Yeah. You know what's always on at my uh, in-laws house? Draft day. Draft day. <laughs> I 
you remembered this tidbit. It's it used to be drafted. Now it's anything nom or uh, Midway. My father in law watches both versions of Midway every week. Mm. There is no good version of Midway. I know. Uh, you couldn't like pay me to watch Midway. If you were like, hey, here's $100 to sit down for three hours and watch Midway. I would be like, I, I do not want it. I don't want to spend my time doing that. That's not a particularly even that great of an hourly wage. $33 an hour? Yeah, I mean, it's good. It's good. $60,000, $67,000 a year. Yeah, but like it's it's not a year. It's for three hours. <laughs> Right. Like you can't if you could get a job watching if you could get a job watching a movie for thirty three dollars an hour where your only job was to watch movies just constantly just constantly. Yeah, I think I could do that. I could do that for thirty three dollars an hour. I don't know. I don't know if they were like, well, we're going to take your phone away. And you just have to sit there. I think I'd be like, I don't know about this. This is hard. I mean, I think you'd be you'd get bored for sure. You'd be like, I've I've seen movies. Eight what hours movies a day. For, seen? Eight hours a day every or for five days a week of just watching movies would with nothing else to go on would definitely it, it would rot your brain for sure. I say that, but I've definitely watched 40 hours worth of television in a week before. No, I don't think you have, man. You don't think so? No. Oh, no. But also, like, that is... Uh, I watch at least 40 hours with a cocoa melon every day. <laughs> but we've also talked at length on this podcast about how three hours of TV and three hours of movie is very different. It is very different. Because... because. The, the sweet TV. spot is the the sweet spot is the uh, hour long net network drama that gets cut to forty five minutes without commercials. Yes, that is the sweet spot for watching things because you get you get a sitcom. You watch The Good Place, right? And those episodes are twenty three minutes long, and there's so many of them that your brain can't handle it. But then you watch you watch three hour movies all day, and you're like, oh god, end it, please. <laughs> I don't like, care. You, about I could watch. All, I could watch, and I have before watched a whole season of Lost just in a row. Yeah, or NCIS, or... Mm, NCIS would be tougher. NCIS would be tougher for me. Those procedural shows... Yeah, but NCIS isn't procedural enough, though. Yeah, but like House? Yeah, House is different. House is medical procedural. I could watch... I could watch... Uh, I could sit down right now and watch 40 hours of Grey's Anatomy in a row, for sure. I don't even like Grey's Anatomy that much. That's not procedural at all. That's like strictly drama. It's not strictly drama. But it's not like House, where like every episode's a new patient. Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah. Every episode's a new issue. Huh. Yeah. It's not It's not a drama and it's not a sitcom. There are lots of things that fall in between that, right? Like NCIS falls in between that. House falls in between that. Grey's Anatomy falls in between that. Law and Order falls in between that. I could watch an infinite amount of Law and Order. They have figured that one out. Done, done. NCIS, Gibbs has too much personality. He's too much control of the show. What about like my father-in-law likes uh, NCIS New Orleans? Is that, which one is that? Is that I, LO Cool J? No idea. And, uh... Chris O'Donnell? <laughs> no idea. Yeah, it's the one with uh with the with the dude from Tokyo Drift. Oh, that's the Lucas Black one. Lucas Black, yeah. Yeah, I have not seen that one. Or is that the regular I like, NCIS? I like no, it's not. I think it's I think it is New Orleans. But I like the uh I like the one with Chris O'Donnell, who's Robin from from uh, Batman Forever. That's oh my God. NCIS Los Angeles. Maybe that's the one he likes. I don't know. I'm never been a huge fan of that brand of show. Like <laughs> I didn't really, Kate, Kate was watching Criminal Minds for a little bit. I couldn't get into that. What about like, there's a whole brand of like adult drama for men, for like intellectual men, but haven't been intellectual. Oh, I know. The Mentalist, The Blacklist. Yeah. You know what I'm talking shameless. about? Yeah. Who watches this stuff? Not Shameless. Uh, Scandal. Scandal's um, not from men. No, but it's that, like, that's not like a masculinity thing. The target yeah, audience Scandal is, is that kind of show though. Yeah. Um, I watched a little bit of The Blacklist. I watched some Alias. Alias. Yeah. J.J. Abrams pre-lost. That Jennifer Garner, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kate's watching Yellowstone right now, which is one of those shows where it's like Kevin Costner runs a ranch. Why? Designated Survivor. Designates anything with Kiefer Sutherland in it. 24. Ever. 24. <laughs> designated Survivor. How did you fall so fucking far from the tree, Kiefer? Your dad is a goddamn legend. I don't know, man. I know Chris Millahan loved 24. Yeah, he did. I've never seen a single episode. I know it was like in real time. That was like the thing about it. Was that like every Kiefer Sutherland long... is, is great value brand Bruce Willis on TV, and I'm not here for it. On 24, yeah, but not on Designated Survivor. He's just like guy. He's like great value brand Kevin Spacey. No, Kevin Spacey's never quite just guy. <laughs> well, that's okay. To me, I only watched a few episodes of the show. So I'm making large sweeping generalizations. But to me, Designated Survivor was network television's response to House of Cards. I mean, I don't know anything about it other than like he's the guy that is president now because everybody else up, died. Yeah, they yeah. blew up a thing. Well, the, was, you know, 
the networks love to have the response show to every good non-network drama. Yes. They've been doing it for years. And, and I, I legitimately, I there was a period of non-network drama that I liked for a long time. When you had like USA cranking out shows like like Royal Pains, um, like Suits. What was that like one? I don't think it was Franklin Royal and Bash. What was the one about the guy? Oh my God, not Royal Pains. It was, it was in that era though. But the Royal guy- Royal great who was a spy but then he got like blacklisted or something and he was like um, real suave and they were in miami yeah no i know what you're talking about the name of the show was like what burn notice burn notice burn notice i could watch days burn notice of, is so good it was bad but i yeah, could but watch it was so good days oh, of man. burn notice i could watch yeah there was a, there was a golden age of like usa and tnt dramas yes i mean megan markle's a princess or a duchess or whatever was she in burn notice she was in suits oh. she was the girl in suits <laughs> It was her in this wannabe army hammer. And he was charming. He was, it was a good show. It was a good show. And there, that was a golden age of like, of, of like non friend style sitcoms too. Like what? Like, cause that was, you had, I mean, you know, you, you, you had the Michael Shore type shows, the, the office parks and rec. You had like Chuck, you had, uh, you know, Chuck. shows like that. What? Chuck. If you would have told me that the awkward dude from Chuck would grow up to be Shazam would grow up to be yeah like he is he is john krasinski and everything they can't get john krasinski for yeah who's the girl in chuck um it's not yvonne stravoski is yeah it? yeah it is okay i thought i was gonna recognize this name but i do not you had early big bang theory which was legitimately good you had modern family which was legitimately good and now you have i don't know the networks are so bad now SNL. designated survivor this is us and people love them some this is us i don't get i tried i don't get it it's just not it's not you know it's not house of cards right it's not <laughs> it's not shameless it's not lost it's not anything it's not heroes it's just it's just a show right like it's just a show people do stuff they've got this is thursday night must see tv right now 2021 to 2022 okay ABC, Station 19, 8 p.m., 9 p.m., Grey's Anatomy, 10 p.m., Big Sky. I don't know what Station, Station 19, 19, I believe, is a Grey's Anatomy spinoff. Oh, I thought it was going to be. Is it about firefighters? Yes. I believe Ben Warren from Grey's Anatomy goes to be a firefighter ah. on Station 19. Here's the real crime. 8 p.m. on CBS. Must see TV, Ethan. This is Thursday night. This, this is, is CBS. Yeah. The creme de la creme. Young Sheldon. Yeah. Couldn't see that coming. Uh, the United States of Al or AI. I don't, I don't know what that is. Ghosts, Be Positive, and Bull. All on Thursday night on CBS. Oh, Caitlin's parents love Bull. I don't even know what that is. It's a lawyer show. Uh, Chris see. Jackson was in it for a while. I like Chris Jackson. But it's like not a good lawyer show. There are good lawyer shows. There have always been good lawyer shows. Suits was one of them. Bull is not. It's like lawyer that's too smart for his own. I hated these shows, man. This freaking person of interest. Lie to me. There was that whole era where I was like, stop. It's just like dark law. The Mentalist was one of them. Yeah. Uh Mind Hunter. Mindhunter is a Netflix show. It should be better than that. It's got Jonathan Groff being a psychopath. Why doesn't his smile ever reach his eyes? I don't know. Man's got the deadest eyes I've ever seen in my life. He's terrifying. <laughs> when one day they're like, Jonathan Groff and Jake Gyllenhaal killed 100 people today, I'm going to be like, yeah, I've been telling you. <laughs> uh, Fox, Thursday night, of course, Fox has football, but in the winter, you ever heard of this? Joe Millionaire. For richer or for poorer? Oh, that is. Call me cat. Pivoting. And then the local program. I guess it's fine. Uh, NBC. This drives me nuts. 8 p.m. slot between now and the end of the year is either Law & Order SVU, which has been on okay. the air for 100 years. Best Law & Order. The Blacklist, which has been on the air for 15 years. Did not know that was a Netflix or a uh, network show or that it's still on. Yeah, I thought it was done. I would have thought that was a TNT knows drama. I thought it would have, yeah, a TNT show that was done like years ago. And then... Law and Order, period, are your options for the 8 o'clock slot. The Blacklist is James Spader. Yeah. That show is, okay, I will say this. That show might be good. Okay, I've seen a couple episodes where I was like, James Spader is a compelling guy in this show. Yeah, yeah. Man, there used to be a show, and I don't know if you've ever heard of this or seen it. Have you ever heard of Boston Legal? Heard of, yes. Have you watched it? No. It is the kind of thing that like would make sense to you now as an adult, that made sense to my mom as an adult back in the day, but didn't make sense to me. It is... James Spader and William Shatner as like law partners in a law comedy. Yeah, that I could get behind. It was so good. 101 episodes. It was so good. My mom used to make me watch Parenthood, Dax Shepard, Rob Lowe. No, Brothers and Sisters with Rob Lowe. 
Rob Lowe's in everything now, though. So Rob Lowe's on 911 Lone Star. Tell me about this. When it comes to the world of podcasting, Jenna Fisher and the girl that played Angela, whose name is escaping me, do the Office Ladies podcast, right? Where they go through and they do every episode. I've never heard of that. How do you not hear of these things? Um, I don't watch TV. Tyler, I've read 155 books this year. So Zach Braff and Donald Faison get together and they do the Scrubs podcast. Not that kind of doctor or whatever. Not that. Yeah. Uh, Now Rob Lowe is doing Parks and Recollection. Okay. I think he doesn't get to do that. No, I agree. I think. Yeah. No, you don't get to do that, Rob Lowe. No, yeah, Rob Lowe does not get to do that. I don't think, honestly, 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 I'm going to tell you, I don't think that Donald Faison and Zach Braff get to do it for Scrubs. Why? Because I, I think that Jenna Fisher and the woman that plays Angela is perfect, right? Like, if you want a Parks and Recollection, you need, like, Aziz Ansari and Retta. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. I was thinking, like, if Chris Pratt wasn't Chris Pratt, then, like, he would No, not good. Chris Pratt, not Amy Poehler. Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza, Retta. Aziz. Uh, Aziz, um... But you can't have Rob Lowe, and you can't have, uh... No, the guy name? that plays, uh... Jerry, Jim O'Hare, his name, Adam Scott. You can't have Adam Scott because they you can't can have Adam season Scott. three. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. So you have to do two but, whole but seasons. But a lot of people, you can have Adam Scott before you have the guy that plays Brandanowitz. Yeah, 100%. But no, I don't I th- think- honestly, I think I nailed it right off. I think it's I think it's Aziz and Retta. Yeah, but I don't think Rob Lowe, even when he was introduced, wasn't in it enough. No, he was also the get right. He was the pull character. Right. He was the cell. They're like, we're bringing in TV's Rob Lowe. We're bringing in Rob Lowe from Samo's fucking fire. He's the brat pack. They brought in Adam Scott from from nothing. Party down and waiters. <laughs> Who wasn't in waiting? Was he? Adam Scott? Yeah. I don't think so. But he wasn't parting down. They should have brought in Justin Long from waiting. What <laughs> well, the Ryan hell has Reynolds Justin Long done? Ryan Reynolds. He was in New Girl for a while. New Girl's a show I've never been able to get into the way other people have. Like, I watched it when it was out, and I remember being, like, charmed by it, but just never finishing it. Uh, I remember very, very vividly watching, like, binging all of New Girl one weekend, and then being like, all right, cool. I watched that thing. I looked it up on IMDb. It was over. Like, I'm... I did it. I did the whole damn thing. And then come to find out, I watched three seasons and there's actually like seven. Yeah. You know what show that I watched like two seasons of that was really good and then completely forgot about, but remember all the time? No, I've watched every episode of The League. The League was fantastic. (laughs) That whole group of people, everything they touch is gold. Like, I don't like adult cartoons. Big Mouth is good. I know. We watched it yesterday. It was hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, Nick Kroll's hilarious. Yeah. Um... That whole group of people, the guy that plays uh, um, Rafi. Yeah, Rafi, that guy. Hysterical. Um, whatever the dude's name is, that plays Taco. Hysterical. Great, great show. Fantastic show. The league is so well written. They got like they got the proper amount of participation from NFL players in that show, which was fantastic. It was so funny. Like uh, that that show in Parks and Rec, I think, did the best with their like cameos. So here's here's but one. Here's you know one. Show, real quick hold before- on. I, I, I was finishing a point, man. All right, all right, all right. Two Broke Girls with Kat Denning. That show is hysterical. At least it was for the first two seasons. I did not like that show. That show was hilarious. So on the topic of of, of people from TV making podcasts, shortly after the league was over, Jason Manzukis and Paul Shear, who was Andre and Rafi uh, from the league, as well as somebody else who I don't remember, had a show called How Did This Get Made? Uh, and it was about yeah. like awful movies. Yeah, it's a Maximum Fun show, I believe. Was it really? I think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all. I just want to bring that up. Yeah, cool. Blue Mountain State. Blue Mountain State was hilarious. Would I still find it funny? Yes. I think I would. Yeah, you would. I watched a little bit of it recently. It's still funny. <laughs> Blue Mountain State is um is what I think is like Blue Mountain State is what they pulled Ted Lasso from, obviously. Like Ted Lasso is Blue Mountain State, but not funny. Not that Ted Lasso isn't funny, but like Ted Lasso isn't Ted Lasso is more of a comedy in the Shakespeare sense than a comedy in the Big Bang Theory sense. Yeah. But like the way that Blue Mountain State is presented is shockingly similar to the way that Ted Lasso is presented. It's the best position in football. I backup think about that quarterback. I think about that line all the time about Alex Moran being the backup quarterback because he doesn't have to do anything. Thad Castle is one of the greatest characters in TV ever. I was Thad. Thad Castle just is is so it's so many lessons in that show. I'm Thad. Blue Mountain State is held up shockingly well. It's so you watch Blue Mountain State and you're like they were saying something back then. I'd be curious. I'll, I'll have to to revisit the episodes. Are like five minutes long, so they're not. But they feel short. They're like show length. I know. <laughs> it was like a regular TV show. I know. Radon Randell, what's your dream? My dream <laughs> is for you to stop doing this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like the the uh <laughs> the episode where they all share the pocket pussy is like weirdly enough, like pretty LGBTQ positive and sex positive <laughs> in a way that you wouldn't expect. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> You remember that episode? 
Well, they all get chlamydia from Oksana, Thad Castle's pocket pussy. I remember that. It like holds up. Uh, <sighs> I think that's a wrap. I think that's a wrap. <laughs> we already wrapped the show. We can just cut, fade out into nothing. Uh, we're never bringing that up again. <laughs> Blue Mountain State? No, we can talk about that. <laughs> Oh, I, I imagine that I just bleeped that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that episode where they beep, they beep, 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 this weirdly sex positive. Uh, uh, I needed this. I needed a good laugh, a good belly laugh today. <laughs> thank you for listening to Bacon and Eggs. Oh, this Show. has been Bacon and Eggs. I, I have a little cold. Just a little one. It's just a just a poco loco cold. We'll see you next week. Yeah, on behalf of, of bacon, I've been eggs. And this I've has been, been bacon, bacon and eggs. Bye. Adios. <laughs>